Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. This is our, uh, this is, you know, we're, we're stretching into the off season. I want to know how you guys felt. How are your energy levels? Because, you know, you got to monitor that. February's tricky. I think it's hard to manage. Because most people, when do most people sort of let off the, the gas a little bit, right? Most people let off the gas like holidays, right? And uh, we don't we don't get to do that, really. College football doesn't get to do that. Because uh, the holiday, it's it's a working holiday. And you go someplace like, I don't know, you could list any a number of the wonderful environs that the sport inhabits from time to time. Like Shreveport, I know. always first in mind. Boise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that that that's another one. The ghost of San Diego. Whatever San Diego is. <laughs> whatever. It's whatever you want it to be. It's except, like Diet except, Coke. Except a pro football town. It's not that. It's it's definitely you know what? San Diego State heard you say that. And they're very, very disappointed. Listen, if San Diego <laughs> State could, if San Diego State could move to LA, they fucking would. Just the Aztec mascot with his feathered headdress getting into a moving van. I'm out of here, bro. If you out there, if you are a San Diego State um, fan who is offended by what Spencer just said, please, please tweet at Spencer about it. You'll have to tweet at me because you're not driving over. You know, I'm so mad. I'll I, go I, down I just, I-10. I, I just want to see something. See how many San Diego State folks we got. <laughs> I'm going to guess um, three. Yeah, but you don't you don't get to take a break. And now it's like, you know, coming up on mid-February. Kind of eased through a little bit. We just got through signing day. Correct? Yeah, if you if you say so. Yeah. As as a Florida fan, I don't concern myself with these things. We did okay. That's always my answer for signing day if it's not a clear like number 1 with a bullet class. I'm like we filled our needs. Listen, you may, you may be totally right, but I still don't concern myself with these things. That's fine. Just I'm telling you the pat answer to give because somebody's going to go, "Oh, you're an expert. I should ask you about it." You should go. Yeah, I think we did all right. It, it's you listen. It's fine, but Florida and Tennessee they both had terrible fucking seasons last year. So caring about this signing day seems like absurd to me. Your house, your house just burnt down, and somebody's like, "Ooh." Uh, yeah, it looks like you're on napkin duty at next year's, at next year's 4th of July mixer. Who gives a shit? That's forever. That's forever from now. I'm worried about the house. The one that's burned down. You got $100,000 in medical debt, and here you are getting excited about, um, pretzels or, or BOGO at the grocery Ooh, store. Oh, I found, I found a $20 bill in my jacket. Tennessee only found $10. My liver, my liver doesn't fucking work. When Daddy McElwain falls asleep on the couch smoking again, those are kind of things that happen. That's why his teeth are that way. <laughs> just, I just keep, just keep, you know, watching film and falling asleep here. That's Nic- mine. Nicotine's a natural protectant for the tooth surface. Government doesn't want you to know that. <laughs> Forms a shield. Forms forms a glistening, glistening protective casing. No, it's not attractive, but it works. You know, it forms an aura. Uh, if it doesn't work, why haven't I been to the dentist in 18 years? There is, I think there's some truth to that, by the way, that like, <laughs> that like, Smoking if you smoke, 
No, if you if you're of a certain genetic predisposition, and I don't know what that is, with no trend, all right. But there's just a certain type of person who, if they smoke cigarettes real hard for like twenty, thirty years, they become this kind of indestructible, you know, wooden sort of god. It's yeah, it's it's like a, it's it's like a buff that they've acquired. It's some sort of weird video game tweak where it's like, oh, you got that power. Yeah, and they don't get sick. Yeah, no, they don't get sick. One day at like sixty, they just explode. Right, <laughs> your whole house smells terrible in all of your clothes, <laughs> but you will never get the flu. You will never get the flu. I had well, at least two. I had at least two relatives who fit this like John Wayne profile, right? Of like everything's fine. I've never even had an uncomfortable shit, son. I'm not stopping smoking. <laughs> You're crazy. I mean, they say what whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That includes things you do to yourself. It's the conversion to full, it's the full conversion to tumor. I think if your whole body is tumor, then you can't get cancer. I mean, that's, that's basically, what happens to that's basically what Darth Vader is, right? Darth Vader's a smoker who just was like, nope, I'll never give it up. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, take- and then you know what? His shitty little earthy hippie son convinced him to give it up. And what happened? He died. Yep, right then and there. He right, right unhooked the uh, unhooked the apparatus from his lungs that were giving him that sweet, sweet tar <laughs> God, into his I, charred remains. I just want to see somebody remake the original Star Wars trilogy where Darth Vader has a huge Marlboro logo on his cape the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or I thought you were gonna steal. I thought you were gonna steal my bit on this, which is that you just Photoshop or digitally CGI, right? You just sort of put the effect in of him ripping off nasty huge vape clouds the entire time. <laughs> I mean, where do they put him when he goes to sleep? They put him in a big tank full of smoke. <laughs> That's canon. Look it up, folks. Oh. When they when they take off his armor and he's just a little stump, they put him in a tank and leave him there to, to, hey. to barbecue all night. Hey, and every single scene where Darth Vader busts through a wall with some stormtroopers, what's the first thing that pours out? It's true. That's right. Smoke. <laughs> That's it. It's like Sick a, babes. It's like a 1998 Nate Dog tour every time <laughs> Vader steps in the room. Do you want? Do you want? By the way, I have a a friend who works in the hotel business, and another one who works um, kind of peripherally with some hip hop people. This is your thing that, uh, unlike Ryan, I'm not an attorney, so I would not have thought of this brilliance. Okay, but. Do you know where, like, rappers with weed or any musician with weed sleeps when they go to the nice hotel? They sleep on the bus. Why? Because, if I had to guess, it's because it's easier to search a hotel room than it is a car? Exactly. You put all your people and get them, they get rest up there. But but all anything you got contraband, you just set up a little area. It's way harder to get that that, that search warrant for the bus, yeah. right? Yeah. Because like it falls in, it falls under RV law. <laughs> RV law is separate law. And I'll, and also if they're coming on the bus, you can just say, "Oh, that's not mine." Oh, Judge Madden will never sign this warrant. Boom! You got no probable cause. So that means that you know when the shutdown full cast uh, tour. Gets underway, right? Oh God! We, we got to get a tour bus, and we got to put up some stanchions so that it's a separate domicile that could, that's only searchable and rulable under the laws of 
the road. I, I'm so excited for you to insist that you don't have to pay taxes when you're on the bus. <laughs> this, this is an international throughway. This is Route 74 through Kansas, son. Why are we in Kansas? <laughs> We're a football podcast. I'll have you know I have mineral rights underneath this bus wherever <laughs> I park it. Jason's just out there prospecting. This is my parking lot now. Guys, we've gone we've gone at least 10 minutes and we haven't talked about the murder robot dogs. How is that possible? Murder robot uh, Boston I mean, Dynamics. I mean, do you one? doubt do you doubt the hellmouth spitting out the robot demons of tomorrow that resides somewhere in Boston? I am so here for the murder. Everybody's on Twitter. Oh no, here comes the end. Boston Dynamics done did it. Skynet's no, man, this is fucking great. Yes, I concede that the murder robot dogs will be the downfall of all that we have built and everyone that we love. But you know what? It was all going to shit anyway. And murder robot dogs, they don't discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or religion or gender or age or economic background. They just fucking chew through you with their robotic dog mouths, which they don't have, but they will have. That will happen. Just accept it now. It's fine. It's totally... If if we have to go, I would much rather leave this planet to a murderous horde of robot dogs. If aliens come to Earth now, what's the most impressive thing we can show them? Uh, the most impressive thing that we can show them is... Um, uh, the Nintendo Switch? There's a big-ass gas station about halfway between um, New Mexico and Oklahoma that's like a city. Okay. Oh, yeah. We can show them a Bucky's. I put that up against anything. Yeah, like a Bucky's with, like, the Bucky's in, like, the Bucky's on I-10 between San Antonio and El Paso that has a urinal for every single gas pump. And there's, like, 80 gas pumps at this Bucky's because it's, like... It's basically like the gas factory in any Mad Max movie, right? This is where everybody's going to go is to this Bucky's, right? Yeah. So we can show them that. So, and this is we're talking about twelve hundred years since the Dark Ages. That's the best we've come up with. Give the fucking robot dogs fifteen years, and they will blow these aliens' minds. They will build something so amazing and so unstoppable that the aliens will be like, "Whatever was here before sucked." And they'd be right. So, I mean, the thing with the robot dogs is, you know, it's true what they say. There's no such thing as a bad dog, only bad owners. And who owns the robot dog? People. So, how are you going to blame the robot dog? I don't know why everybody's terrified of this robot dog when Boston Dynamics' most terrifying creature has been playing quarterback in Foxborough for the past, like, what, 18 years? It's true. These robot dogs, they also don't eat hardly any human food. Teach the ro- teach the robot that nightshades are bad. Have the robot say, I'm just a positive person when you ask about anything. So this is how we defeat the robot dogs. We have them sleep under normal blankets. <laughs> and that's it. They're overheated and they had a mushroom. <laughs> you bean it with a strawberry. <laughs> I ate a piece of cornbread. Now I have sunburn. <laughs> we, have, we have the robot dogs play the Philadelphia Eagles. What happened piling up the most meaningless yards you've ever seen 100 percent, the robot dogs are eagles fans 100 percent. okay i don't oh, know that listen. town doesn't like robots 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the robot dogs are coming for their boy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The robot dogs don't wear pants, are super proud when they can stand up long enough to open a door, and are predicted to be the destruction of all humankind. That's Philly! Can I, no, can I, can I rephrase this for you? Yes. Okay. Robot dogs. Flummoxed by ice and snow. We've seen footage of this, right? Okay, yeah. Um, they can take a kick, though, but they'll wobble a little bit as if drunk. Right. Take about 30 seconds to get through a door, and it takes two of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, let's see. You can pour any amount of alcohol into them, and they'll just keep going, right? How how are these not Wisconsin fans? Well, no, the Wisconsin fans the, would be well, ice and snow. Yeah, they'd the ice be okay. and snow is the problem. So we convert. These are LSU fans, right? Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, probably speak a code that we don't really understand, right? Can't 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 throw and don't care. <laughs> All ground game, baby. <laughs> All ground game. Terrifying. All they do is those... go chase the ball once it's already <laughs> hit the ground. That's that's right. That's right. Created in a lab, right? You can't spell lab without la, as in Louisiana. So there. I'm convinced that, yeah, the Boston Dynamics robot dogs, they're actually LSU fans. There, we decided it. See? Not so scary now. Well, <laughs> kind of. Still. It's actually much worse. Oh, God, no, the there's... dogs learned how to make a roux. <laughs> Don't tell the dog. <laughs> the robot LSU fans. Don't tell, don't tell the dogs how we did on on signing day. This is my favorite thing with LSU fans is that they were like had a top fifteen recruiting class, and they're like, God damn it! Half of all LSU fans, by the way, have already fired Ed Orgeron in their head. It's yeah. done. Yep, it's done. They're already there. Like number fourteen ranked recruiting class. Oh man! So you think Jimbo come? Do you think we can pay him twenty two million a year? <laughs> Think we could, you know, shake a couple of natural gas refineries loose and see if that change will come out? Twenty-two mil. Honestly, I if there's a Jimbo Fisher impersonator out there, you could probably make nine million dollars a year if you take the Florida State uh, the LSU so, job. So Louisiana is going to sell a couple of private prisons to raise the money to pay any NASCAR driver to come impersonate Jimbo. Well, they'll rent them for children's parties and such. That's yeah. which I mean, again number fifteen. It's that's quite below their standards. That's it is below their standards. I get that. I just enjoy that. Like this isn't a blip. This isn't anything. They're just like, oh, you know, Ed. Ed, it's been nice. It's been good. It's been good, cousin. Love you. Love you so much. Get in this boat. Get in this boat. Don't ask why. <laughs> just get in this boat. This this is where you get drunk. You way overcompensate. You pay John Fox like $35 million. Just do it. He's taking multiple teams to the Super Bowl. Did he win? That's not important. You won't play in the Super Bowl. So you don't have to worry about that part. Yeah. Problem solved. Hmm. Just go get Sean Payton. No. He's nearby. No. (laughs) Sean. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. I yeah. want you. So I want here, you to imagine the mixed feelings when when Saints fans are like, "Oh, Sean Payton's leaving." Ah, you know what? It's for the best. He did a lot of good things for the team, but we kind of feel like he'd reach the ceiling. And he took the LSU. God damn it! God damn it! We'll never be free of him. Oh man, that 
I mean, there is one way to be free of them. Ban pills. Oh. <laughs> Please send any and all inquiries uh, to our council. Um, the man who just made <laughs> that comment. Bud Elliot. Bud Elliot. That's right. Who's Bud Elliot? Please. Um, this is one thing that that I also found today that I have to discuss with you. This is a quiz I want to ask everybody. Okay, because um, I, I, you're familiar with the the television series, not the not the two movies, including one done by Edward Norton. Definitely didn't help ruin the franchise. The Incredible Hulk. You're yeah. familiar with the concept of the old show, right? Bill right. Bixby. Um, something would happen in an episode as he drifted from one version of Hellworld to the next, trying to help people, turning green and smashing shit and having it was, to move it, to the next it, town. It was really, a, it was really a show all about how important it is to own a car. Yes, <laughs> that's all it was. No, like very few of the things that turned him into the Hulk would have happened if he had just had a car. Damn it, Carter. He had to put this country in the shitter. Make make the incredible Hulk explode all over the place. I blame Georgia I blame Georgia Tech. Right, anyway, why, why what I bring, wanted to why do you bring up the incredible Hulk? So what what I wanted to ask you was I'm gonna give you a quiz, okay? Because this is fascinating to me. Um and you have to tell me whether these are real or fake reasons that the hulk hulked out in the original incredible hulk <laughs> oh my, series oh my god we're so off season it fucking hurts yeah i mean we do have football content it's coming if you want it but this is better i'm it's just gonna go ahead and tell not. you you got you gotta not. earn it oh hey why'd you do that olympic show that sounded good well this is what you get instead fucks <laughs> this, yeah so so I'm, I'm gonna give you a reason and you have to tell me whether it's it's real or it's fake. I'm probably going to do like six or seven of them, get carried away, and maybe get to eight. Okay. Okay? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, so. Being punched out. Um, That seems real. Yeah, that sounds pretty real. Okay. Receiving a lethal injection and then having the person say, oh, I just gave you a lethal injection. Sorry, David. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I if you had just left out if you just did the first part I might have said fake, but I'll I'll go real on that. Being pushed down, we'll go through these at the end. Being pushed down a mountainside by a Bigfoot impersonator. <laughs> real, real. <laughs> real. So this TV show was like 78 to 83 or something like that. That yes. sounds right. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll take yes on that one. Dealing with a pesky operator in a phone booth. Actual quote from the episode. I don't have 25 cents, unquote. Is that real or fake? I mean, that's got to be real. Yeah. Yelled at by a mean cop. Mm, fake. I'm just going to go real on all. Okay. Please envision this one for me, okay? Somehow locking himself in an old dark basement and then nearly electrocuting himself. <laughs> Think of how stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's got to be fake because Dave Banner's too smart to do that. No, that's real. 
kicking over a beehive and then being surprised when the bees are mad at him. <laughs> See, this is dumb. What what kind of David Banner doesn't know what bees are? Fake. Locked in a dr- locked in a drunk tank with a crazy person who insists he is Ernest Hemingway, real. and then beats real. the crap out of Dale. Real, real, real. Yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. All right, about three or four more. Somehow getting. <laughs> We're at like thirteen. That's fine. Being rear-ended fifteen times in a row by a mean bully with a bigger car than his. You know, it's just it's, it wouldn't take fifteen. It's it's good because podcasts are you know a way to reach a young audience that fucking mm-hmm. that fucking loves the original Incredible Hulk television show. They need to, well, this the, is the kids, for the kids need to know that the, the the kids need to know that the past was crap. Okay, they need to know. Yep. Um, Spencer's yeah. giving them a BuzzFeed quiz. So. That that one's fake. That one's fake. It, it would take like two, not fifteen. <clears throat> Being beaten up by the rag trade mob. And having his arm placed in a press iron. Yes. Real. That sounds too specific to be fake. I don't know what the most of those things are. Okay. And then, this is the last one and my favorite. Bringing it back to LSU so we're not totally off the rails. Being thrown under a New Orleans Mardi Gras parade float by a mean guy in a gorilla suit who gives Dave a few kicks for good measure. Who? Real. I'll, I'll I'll go fake, I guess. All of these are real. Every <laughs> single one of these is real. There's one where he gets blinded somehow, and he stumbles into a minefield. Just wanders into an actual live minefield somewhere in California. Because that'll happen. So in, so in the 70s, David Banner was like Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> Basically. But 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 with but but just minding his own fucking business. Like the whole premise of Wiley e. Coyote is that he's fucking with the Roadrunner. Most of these scenarios, he's just doing normal shit. No, like some of these are like a row of computers falls on him. <laughs> a lot of these sounds like a lot of these sound like ways that a sim would die, right? If you didn't teach him how to do shit. <laughs> Stuck right? in a pool with no ladder. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I think it's Stuck between did. four sofas. <laughs> no, an old, like an the- old woman won't give him birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> Standing in a room with no bed, die of sleep deprivation. <laughs> David <laughs> pees. David pees himself at dinner for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Stuck on the second floor. <laughs> See, that's a that's an incredible Hulk. I can believe in. Not one who's like, I'm mad and I've got the rage of my father because I'm an edible figure. No, no, no. The one I get is like, ah, I was opening malt liquor and cut my hand on the aluminum ring. <laughs> ah, oh, these chips are mostly air. <laughs> Toddler headbutted me. <laughs> ah! How did he ever, how was he ever calm? How is anything ever Okay. <laughs> Stumbles into bees' nest. <laughs> ah! What are bees? <laughs> I don't know what bees are. God, what are we talking about? No, oh, we had a fuck. This is probably a good point to say with this episode. You na- is. Listen, if you nail, if you nail this segue, give like give this man a Peabody. I don't even think he's attempting it. No, no, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump right out of this. This this car is hurtling off the mountain, and I'm just getting out. 
Bye, Spencer. I love you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. <laughs> I'll miss you. That was uh, the end of our third segment brought to you by Sponsor. Now it's time for the, for the fourth segment. You know, I mean, we can, we can, this is probably a good point. So yeah, people got frustrated that last week there was a bonus episode of the full cast, which was not the full cast because we weren't on it and it was organized and it was topical and it pr- sounded nice. And it suggested effort and intention. Um, and it was on topic. It was all the things the show is not. To apologize for that, here's a promo for a show from our friends at Vox.com. I'm Sean Ramosverum. I'm the host of Today Explained, a new show from Vox. It's an all-killer, no-filler daily news explainer that'll drop every afternoon. But not on the weekend. Our show's going to explain the news every way we know how. Clips, radio drama, maybe even a song. Today, today explain. Today explain. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Because listen, the only thing you should know about this show at this point, if you've been listening to this show this long, you know that we don't care about you and... We don't care about us. So it's fair. It's fair. It's more than fair. We're the ones who do the show. That's how little we care about yeah. us. On the, on the alignment, chaotic neutral. That's what we are. Chaotic neutral. And we will look forward to the promotion of this program by all of, of Vox's podcasts. It's any day now. It's, it's going to be good. God, I'm going to record something terrible for them. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to combine our worst moments. It's fine. Um, but this is, finally, without further ado, I know people were thinking, like, signing day came and went. The shutdown forecast had nothing to say. What the hell? Bruh, we're so many levels ahead of 2018 signing day. Okay? You know who doesn't care about 2018 signing day anymore? Coaches. They've moved That's on. That's right. Where, where mm-hmm. are we, Jason? Where are we laser-focused on already? Well, we're racing past 2019, the 2019 signing class. Um, Georgia's already locked up number one. Got three five stars already. Miami's already nailed down number two. Uh, BYU is in at number nine for 2019. That'll hold. I agree. Of those players will be like 38 years old, but Bama's down to number 10. Two, st- two straight two straight week years. Rutgers is ahead of Ohio State. There's no reason to think that will change and that Urban Meyer has any reason to stay. All of these things, yeah, they're all locks. All 100% locks. Don't even bother looking. 2019 recruiting rankings will not change from today. 2019 recruiting rankings, done. Uh, we can skip ahead to 2020, um, where if you look on uh, 24-7, you discover that FAU has a secret commit. Um, you click on FAU's lists. Oh wait, there he shows up now. Brandon McDuffie, FAU commit. Oh, we had a, out of Miami. got a got a mystery unveiled in just the last thirty minutes. Wow, Look at that we're breaking news. Tennessee's got two commits. Neither of them got stars. No wait, they're invisible. Tennessee's twenty twenty commits. <laughs> That's on brand. You go to the twenty twenty rankings. You click on Tennessee. It says two commits. You click on Tennessee. It says no results found. <laughs> God, be that would be mm. that be some Butch Jones shit, wouldn't it? Be like our this year's recruiting class. We're not announcing names. We're not sending in names at all because we're a unit. Be like, coach. That means none of the none of the letters of intent are valid. If you don't, they they're not putting their names on it. All right, 
I'm gonna sign any 25 people who want to be on this football team. I'm sorry, you sent me your letter of intent and I put the team down in the signature block. And that's I don't fine. even need players. I just need the concentrated power of will, like the song. I've changed it to a name like a stormtrooper because that's our theme for this year. Stormtroopers, TN205, get my, over my, here. <laughs> my favorite thing about early recruiting rankings is Miami always ranks really, really high. Um, these days, under Mark Rick, they're a bit more likely to actually stay there in in and around the top ten. But like for like five or ten years in a row, you if you look at their their recruiting rankings, more than six months out, you're going to see Miami in the top ten. And sure enough, <laughs> 2019 number two, 2020 number one, they have basically as many commits as everybody else combined for 2020. I don't know. Miami just gets this shit done early. I guess they're surrounded by old people. Gotta but go then, to bed. But then, they, to bed but then they just then they just fall back. You know, they jump out of these huge leads, and what the hell happens? God, it's a metaphor. God, it's an yeah. apt metaphor. It reminds you of some things, but. Hey, we're not here to dwell on 2020. We got we got Mm-mm. shit to do. You can go you can go look at the 2021 rankings page at 24/7. Um no one has committed yet. No results. You can jump ahead to 2029. You no, scared, see no t- results. Typical you, millennials scared to commit. You can jump ahead to 2529. There is a page if you type in into the URL 2529. You can go to 3008, 9999. You can go back to 1776. 24/7's got it all prepared for you. Just in case somebody signs with America in 1776. Give it time. Give it. Listen, nobody signed for 1974 yet. But you know what? If I'm an NCAA team, I say, well, count my recruits against that. No, he. yeah, I know when he graduated, but he's counting towards the class of 2028-35. This one's counting against the class of 1960. All right, go look at two four seven. How many? How many does it say we have? Zero. I get to use those spots. That's how this works. That's smart. Yeah, I think that's what Davo's doing. It's bringing in these classes of like eight five stars a year, so he's got all these spots left over, and then he's going to also cash in the nineteen thirty six signings that he didn't use. Just bring in like a hundred people. It does feel like Davo is trying to get like a very specific settlers of Catan achievement, right? He's like, oh, look, I have all the wool. Eat it. <laughs> I uh, I do enjoy, you know, when you talk about, you know, future recruiting classes that that the entire we had a, a panic, right, about, oh, I don't know. Lane Kiffin just offered like a fetus. Is recruiting going to creep or is this too soon? Are we going to have people committing like seven, eight years early? That never happened. Never happened. Remember, like, David Clarkson? Like, oh, man, we're going to offer David Clarkson. Even though he's 11. There was this, like, minor moment of panic about, oh, man. Now we're going to just, now we're, it's going to be out of control. They're going to be recruiting nine-year-olds. Nah. Oh, man, imagine that happening in, like, any other college sport except for football. That's any, inconceivable. How about any other sport? Right? Like, that's how they felt. Like, how old was Lionel Messi when Barca got him? Right? Like they helped pay for his like hormone treatments. That's how long they knew him. They knew him when they were like, yeah, you know, he's eight and he's a little short. Like we give him some hormone therapy. But uh, we can right say, we can say he has acne, right? Yeah, oh, it's no, terrible can, acne. Yep. Can we say that in Argentina? Okay. How about Spain? A little more lax there. Okay, get him to do that. Yeah, like other other sports have like Hogwarts for their for their schools. 
They have like youth academies for this, right? That's why they're good at them. And you know who pays for them? The team. Wow, they actually give them a benefit. You're like, oh well, the education's your uh, your 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 the trade off you get, right? That's how you get paid. Yeah, they're eight. It's a little different than when they're eighteen. I feel I feel like we're not that far away from that. I feel I feel like somebody is going to you know you put it out there into the universe. So now Michigan is going to be like, yeah, we're opening an an elementary school in Miami. Weird, isn't it? I mean, IMG. That I mean, I know that's kind of broad. So we're just waiting on some Stanford or something to buy IMG. Somebody with a lot of money, Vandy's just going to buy IMG. I know. I was trying to think of the school that you don't want running a full K through twelve, right? And like Stanford, Louisville, Louisville. (laughs) (laughs) What? uh, What? What could go wrong with that? So Bobby Petrino is in charge of the curriculum. Okay, step one. That's that's step one. That's where we went wrong. Okay, kids, remember, after recess, please uh, show the teacher that you're not wired. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man, they would have Papa John's for, for lunch every day. <laughs> L- fuck lunch, man. Breakfast, dinner, birthdays, funerals. I wouldn't mm. trust I wouldn't trust Kansas either. I would not because you'd be like, man. Don't these kids ever play anything but basketball here at this football academy? Shh. Oh, we'll get around to it. Shh. We'll get we'll get there. That'll be fine. Also, we're out of funding. I think I think if you've listened um this long to this episode, you you're getting the sense of how far away we are from football. What has happened in the past, we don't have any like leftover endorphins from that. We're so far away from anything in the future. And it can be hard to figure out what to cling to, but um, I come bearing <sighs> something that will tide us over. Something to give us a sense of the idea that college football, while it may not be being played right now, still exists in some way. It's the Iowa City Police Log Twitter account. I have a few selections I'd like to read for you <laughs> from February. <clears throat> And I'm going to read them as seriously as I can. Female screaming for someone named Dustin, not dressed properly. (laughs) Two males broke into locked Jimmy John's restrooms. (laughs) Four-door white Suburban took out bus stop after, quote, Tokyo drifting, end quote, up and down the neighborhood. Sure. Female screaming, yelling, saying crazy, threatening others running around metal bat. That's the whole thing it says. I if that's the same lady who was I, for I know, it's the same lady in all these, man. Oh, right, yeah. I have, all right, these, these go back to back. And they show you sort of uh, the duality of man. Here's the good side from February 10th. Male showed up at his door and is intoxicated, not causing a problem, can't find his way home. February 10th as well. Male out of control at McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Been there. I mean, yeah. I mean, that could be me. That could be neither of my sons. Yeah. (laughs) Getting rambunctious at the McDonald's. Who, Who in America has not at one point been as a man, the man out of control at McDonald's. Because I have. I know I have. 
Mm. Uh, man, Iowa has never Iowa's never lost. Let's just put it out there. Iowa has never lost. I mean, this is my rule that that the more organized and efficient a place is, then the more loose and and off rails it gets when it decides to get loose and off rails, right? And that kind of that kind of works for for Iowa, right? And mm-hmm. and for you know for Wisconsin, like these are places that you know are otherwise like you know oh, Midwestern nice and stuff works and it's all fine. And then when it comes time to when it comes time to get weird, it gets capital. W E I R D real real fast and real aggressive like right hmm. like Madison yeah like M- Madison if you follow that police blotter it's incredible you know what you know what it is otherwise fine place to live lovely services everything organized well run just a well run very together kind of place right kind of place you want to take a family and make sure they get to bed by 9 p.m. enter in the house because if somebody decides to get weird. They get Scandinavian weird, burn down their house, wander into the forest, talk to the wolves for a while, maybe call one friend, maybe start a business with one of them. Has to be rescued and brought back to humanity. That's Wisconsin, y'all. 